We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience. It's finally time to get to one of the most popular shows of the year, the win total show. Today, the NFC win totals, division by division, team by team. We'll be talking about win totals to make the playoff odds, division odds, conference odds, and just breaking down the teams one by one. I will note, we are recording this a few days early. So if like Aaron Rodgers is out for the year by the time you listen to it, just know we didn't know that before it happened. If you have a big problem with that, be as triggered as you want to be. I don't fucking care. But if you do want to skip ahead, if something goes out of date, team by team in the show notes, you can just skip ahead because there are time codes, all right? Now, since we got that out of the way, if you want to get into a draw for 20 DK dollars, here's what you do. Smash the like button for the episode. Leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section and tell me which win total from the NFC you like. And it could be an over, it could be an under. You just tell me what your favorite single one is for the year. Other ways to get it. We got to get to 2K iTunes reviews by the start of football season. So five-star review on iTunes, DraftKings handle, something you likes about the show. Boom, you're in the draw for 20 DK bucks. More ways to get into some free money. Follow me on the Instagrams at the PME heart. One of the football photos, leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section. Boom, you're in the draw. Final way to do so, share it on Facebook, share it wherever, retweet it on Twitter. Uh, You share that, then at me with your DK handle. Boom, you'll be in the draw as well. Let's get into it. Jeff Feinberg is in studio. We always have to do the NFC first, so you don't blow your load on the AFC. 
I agree. I usually... <laughs> it's like Tim, the, the Chargers will be later in the show as well. Yes, no, I agree that the NFC doesn't bring the sort of like pure natural bodily adrenaline that say the AFC show might for for me and the other co-host. Uh, the NFC, yeah, so I agree. Like if we're going to do one second, the energy will be there automatically once you turn on a couple radio stations for the AFC show. I actually went through some of the results from previous years. Uh-oh. We are far better at the NFC than the AFC. I There's can... a lot of homerism that goes into the AFC. I'm not going to lie to you. There's more objective takes since you don't really care about the NFC. Yeah, that's fine. You can, you can dig that? Yeah, that makes that makes sense. All right. If people hit the description for this video or the comment section, they can find the entire Pat Mayo experience, fantasy football, and NFL betting draft kit that is up there now. Everything from the preseason has all the rankings, all the updates, all the shows, whatever, all the strategy that you need to have. And if you uh, want to become a subscriber to DailyRoto.com uh, for their DraftKings information, for their gambling information, if you use the promo code THEPME, you get yourself... 10% off. I highly recommend Colin Drew's showdown article up there because he's won nine showdown contests in the past 12 months, which is just mind-boggling, the fact that he's winning so much money at this. But we need to get into the show. We need to get to the teams. But first, we have to introduce the fourth member of the team. His name, Tim Andagust. Tim Andagust. That's not my name. And it's the third member of the team. Thank you kindly. Uh, that's not true. Uh, Paul is behind the camera right now, and he is he is holding the third member of the team. He's just waiting to unleash the third member of the team, the winner of our pick show last year, Tim. How can you claim that you're the third member when the fourth member is the winner? Well, there's only three people, I guess, making picks on this show. Well, there are four people making picks on the show. Oh, so the, the coin is going to pick over-unders, is he? Yeah, the coin is going to pick over-unders. Paul, do we have a coin back there? The coin, potentially? The coin should get, like, the Stone Cold intro. Like, the glass should shatter Psh, for the coin. No, coin's <laughs> intro. Well, I wanted to say, I'm glad you told the people that we're doing this a couple of days early. So if there's any injuries, it's not our fault. We didn't know. We can't be held responsible. No, when they're hurt because you, you tested yeah. them, that's a different story. You can't change the rules. Yeah, people will then figure out why those people ended up getting hurt because you cursed them on the show. I think we're going to have a curse-free show. That's my take. You've all re- no, so listen. Now, now the show is cursed. If the video ends up like working for this, I'm going to be stunned. He's already cursed his, his AFC champion. I know. To your, we'll get, we'll say that for the. I know, but I'm saying we say this for the AFC show. I'm just saying they're cursed. They are, and they got cursed in our schedule release show. Chargers can't lose the AFC, and this is why we do the AFC second because you heard the adrenaline. Yes. All right. Let's begin. We're going to start in the NFC West with the Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals' win total for the year is five and a half. Now, on the boards, if you're watching the YouTube version of this, the Facebook version, whatever it might be, uh, you'll see plus numbers or negative numbers uh, next to the win total. That pertains to the over. So the over for five and a half wins on the Cardinals is plus 110. I believe that they're taking like 30 cents juice on this. I believe that the, uh, the under is like minus 140 at this point. But just note that all those pertain to the over. So five and a half win total playoffs, eight to one division, 25 to one conference, 40 to one Super Bowl aspirations for the 
Arizona Cardinals. 80-1 to if you want to bet that. They have a new coach. They have the number one pick in the draft. They have a new quarterback. Tim, there is nothing I would be less shocked about than you hating Cliff Kingsbury. Oh, you must despise him. I'm not a fan. Not so much. I mean, he's not that great, but I'm more annoyed by the people who are infatuated by Cliff Kingsbury. I mean, he had what is the consensus thought to be the best quarterback in football in Mahomes and wasn't able to maximize him. Uh, you know, Kyler Murray, I just don't see Kingsbury being the guy to, you know, take this offense to a new level. And I've learned my lesson. In the past, I have been hyped up on, on coaches coming into the NFL, bringing in new systems. But I, I just don't think there's very very many good players on this team. I, I thought on Murray that he could very well be a very good quarterback. <clears throat> but he's not ready yet, and it won't be in his rookie season. This is not Cam Newton in his rookie season, I, I don't think. Uh, you know, you look at the receiving core. I think the receiving core is, is actually quite, quite barren. Uh, David Johnson is fine, but we saw last year David Johnson really couldn't get things going. Uh, he is not an elite running back anymore. He's just a really good running back, and he's a running back. And who knows how healthy he'll be. So, I don't know. Looking at their schedule, I, I don't see more than five wins on there. So, I'm going to take the under. So Tim is going under on the Arizona Cardinals. I did want to get your your spin, though, Tim, on Cliff Kingsbury allowing his team like 15-minute phone breaks during meetings. I mean, it shows just how disconnected somebody can be from the NFL. I mean, if your players are unable to keep their focus and their self-discipline, uh, if, if they're so disconnected, if they aren't able to resist uh, during the day or during practice, they have to be on their phones. Like, I think that just shows somebody who's just given in to the zeitgeist. And that, that's not a leader. That is a follower, someone leading from the crowd. Uh, I, I don't like that. I, I think it could work the other way, since you know people are going to be on their phones regardless. Like, what situation, Jeff, do you think we can see where people just aren't on their phones all the time? You can't even go two minutes on the show without being on your phone. Well, I got my notes on the phone. If you didn't yeah. have your notes, you would be on your phone trying to make bets. No, no, listen, I got nothing to bet right now because I feel like I missed all the good numbers. But I don't know. I'm I'm intrigued by this whole Kings, Kingsbury thing, but I'm not a fan of it. Why? Like I, I Listen, I don't know how well the air raid is going to work, but it could be one of these things where we see it takes everyone by such surprise right away that that could yeah, lead no, them into a few wins. Absolutely. I just don't like that. I just don't. You can't convince me that this guy, if he looked like Kevin James, would have his job. You think he's just so handsome he's getting jobs? Yeah. They're like, Sean McVay's handsome. Part he's of good. his like, we'll Kingsbury. introductory he's press release was he's friends with Sean McVay. Well, everyone's was, trying to... Half the new hires in the NFL are, can we find the next Sean McVay? Usually that does not turn out well when there's one guy who's really good and then just look at Belichick. So yeah, no, look I'm, at all these guys. Like There are very few coaching trees that are super strong. I don't know if Sean McVay is going to be one of them. So I'm very interested in it. I'm not a fan of it per se. Like If it blows up, in their face i will snicker uh but if it's great like i'll be entertained by it so it can't be worse than jerry springer bounce or steve wilkos as your head coach yeah no absolutely and i will i'll go as far to say not even a bold take one thing i'm certain won't happen this year is the cardinals will not be like a bottom three team in football they'll get healthy they're considerably better at at almost every position uh, in my opinion, that doesn't make them a good team. Yeah, the line the line is still bad, and no Patrick Peterson. But they got a couple games. guys, uh, Sweezy and Garcia. The line could be okay. I liked a lot of their draft picks, as it as in they fit 
um, what they needed to do. I mean, beyond Kyler Murray, uh, just a lot of the speed guys. He's obviously drafting his personnel. The defense is a very strong defense. Uh, It could be. Fine. It has the personnel to be there. The only bold take I want to make about the Cardinals is they're not drafting like top three next year. This win total is right on, I guess, a five win projection I would give them. So let's call that an under. So you're taking an under. Tim is taking an under. I'm also going to take an under. I just worry about that. Like I could see them starting like three and zero. And all of a sudden, like they just take the every- schedule works for them. If, if you got it in front of you, Tim or, or somebody, well, Tim, you the said early you, schedule, you don't think that they're going to take anyone by surprise, but how could they just, no, the, everyone's been talking about this team. That, and that's fine. No one has actually seen the implementation of this offense with NFL players before. Like it could look a little bit different. What like, no matter what team you coach, like you coach Alabama or Clemson or whatever. And maybe they, if they were running the air raid, whatever, that's one thing. But now you have a team full of professional players doing it. They're just better at it. So yeah, listen, it could I'm look a little bit different, and it could and be a lot professional better. coaches who are going to spend time practicing to stop it. Like, I, I actually don't buy that. I'm not going to put any uh, – for the preseason, as an example, when it comes to a rookie quarterback, I'm a loser in that. I'm looking for things that have nothing to do with the actual football play. Uh, like, I, I seeing him in the huddle and, like, calling out the plays is something that that really interests me. For example, Cam Newton literally spent his entire rookie preseason in the league pretending he was Steve Nash throwing bounce passes. I couldn't believe what I was watching. Then the season started, and he is literally – I mean, he wasn't an MVP as a rookie. But he threw you could 400 tell, yards in his first game. You tell right away, wow, like, oh, my God. Um, Kyler Murray's first game, it was against the Chargers – So I saw a lot of it, especially early. Uh, And and in the preseason, the defense is playing base, like, dime. You can play whatever you want. You're trying to work on... And the Cardinals weren't showing their offense No, but but every hut was called, and it was his first, like, seven snaps in the league, and he just, like, ran sideways, like, instantly. Um, And that's probably what they will be doing a lot of, right? I I don't know if there's going to be an in-between with Kyler Murray. I think he's either Baker Mayfield or he's Johnny Manziel. I, I don't think that there's an in-between period yeah, for him. He's either really geez. good or really bad. Which which I don't even remember, but I said this exactly about a, a rookie not too long. Like, there will be no middle ground. He'll either be very good. Yeah. I, and you get that a lot with um, with prospects. I think Josh Allen was who I was saying that about last well, Josh year. Josh Allen may be, like, the best quarterback of all time. So No, but I didn't, so think, basically Tom I didn't think there was, like, there's a middle ground for him. I think he's going to be, like, great or it's just, like, not not good. And I, I so I agree with that sentiment when it, it comes it, to were, evaluating quarterback. If you were leaning towards the over here, Tim, which I am not, I actually picked the under and the coin as well. It's a round of unders on the Arizona Cardinals, uh, five and a half win total. But if you thought that they were going to win seven games or six games or whatever, do you think that's a better bet or just a bet Kyler to be rookie of the year at like plus 200? No, I don't think that's a good bet at all. Quarterbacks usually don't win rookie of the year. So I, I wouldn't be betting that way. Uh, I think you're better off taking the uh, the over odds on wins. Actually, I would just think that if they over no, I agree. If they I'm with you. Form expectation. I'm with you. And then you also, if it's two to one, if it's plus two forty, whatever it is, you get double your money if that happens. I'm with you. And I don't think that he would necessarily have to do the most of all the rookies in order to win rookie of the year. Like I'm trying to think off the top of my Jacobs head. Jacobs Monk, like the running backs have the best shot because they're going to be used from like day one, but so was yeah, he. Yeah, so Oakland got, J- a, Jacobs, got a guy. Jacobs, Montgomery, maybe we see like a Philip Lindsay like type a, that we Nikhil don't Like Nikhil Henry scores like 12 touchdowns for the Patriots. For the Patriots. I, I'm just saying, 
I'm trying to think of like guys who could even be in a position. Receivers are almost a write-off as rookies, just in general. There weren't even many drafted high enough to even. There, there was a bunch. You got like Hollywood Brown, AJ Brown, but like until it was that like Odell, Mike Evans year, rookie. Yeah, and right. just hit me quickly. Who was QB two? Haskins. No, the gentleman for the Giants. Oh, Jones. So, Jones, who I actually think is rather good. Uh, I, I. Why do you think he's rather? No, good? I, I agree with that. If you're gonna bet the over. You may as well at least maybe half your bet. Like you don't have to put the whole thing, but I would split that up. I definitely would take my rookie of the year odds. They win, they win six or seven games. It could get that. I think he, so too. And, he and the fact cool. that he's going to be starting from week one, I think. And helps. the eyeballs are on this guy. They've played two preseason games. They've both been nationally televised. It's not a coincidence. I was lucky they played the Chargers. I mean, I got to see the Chargers, not because people are interested in the Chargers, but because Kyler Murray was playing. That's the interest. Round of unders on the Cardinals. The Los Angeles Rams. Ten and a half is their win total. Super Bowl losers. Losers from a year ago. It's plus 110 to bet the over on that ten and a half. For the playoffs, minus 275. You'd have to wager $275 to win 100. If you don't know what that means, I'm sure you do if you're watching the show. Division odds, minus 200 to win the conference, plus 350 to win the Super Bowl. Seven and a half to one. DJ, Jazzy, Jeffrey, you're first. Last year, I'll give Tim more credit than myself because in the end, he got it right. But we had the identical Thank NFC ti- the identical NFC title game uh, I ha- uh, preseason. I had the Saints going to the Super Bowl. He had the Rams. I, I believe I'm right on that. You are, and thank you. I appreciate I that. I just wanted to make sure I got the... But then he picked against them. No, I knew he had the Rams. The I just wanted to make sure he had them playing the Saints. Well, in well, the he, he, I did. I did. Yeah. he picked against them in all the rounds that they played in the playoffs, so they would try to... So, so to I don't know. Part of me thinks that they just sort of went all in, like, last year. And they're so, they're so well coached, and there's a high level of talent there that I think the team can be very good. I do think the entire division is better I think this is a team maybe more than any high-end team or a team under 20 to 1 to win a Super Bowl, maybe not called the Patriots, that is relying on veterans more so um, at a lot of key spots. And to me, they're just begging for regression, uh, in my opinion. I will say the under. I think every team in the division might be slightly better outside of Seattle. Give me the under the under the under on the rams do we think that the rams come out to begin this season tim more like the team that we saw the first eight weeks of the season or the team that kind of limped like into the playoffs and then play like all right in the playoffs but couldn't do anything against the patriots like Gurley's dealing with this arthritis in his knee the entire secondary of like you're not named tim i asked him sorry Go ahead. I'm like, and tell me if there's a changeover that I'm missing. But Peters, I know they brought Weddle in to Lieb. I just think you're like, there's so many spots on that defense where you're like, there's just the NFL clock might just catch these guys. And they put so many of those chips into the middle last year for obvious reasons. And they got to the Super Bowl. And they're playing a game within the game, which is to sell out that amusement park of a stadium that I'm a tenant in. But there's a game within a game for that franchise, and they're doing well at that. They went to the Super Bowl. Granted, there were four people there to welcome them off the plane when they lost the Super Bowl. If you want to talk about how many fans they really have. (laughs) Um, 
<laughs> yeah, I just think there. I just think there's a there's a regression uh, that that could face this team. But there's a more powerful NFC team that I might be more afraid for. Okay, we'll get there. Tim, is Jared Goff actually any good? Yeah, I think he's he's perfectly fine. Uh, is is he going to justify being the first overall quarterback? Well, is he he's never going to be Andrew Luck? I don't think. But I think in the right circumstances and in which he finds himself, the right circumstances, uh, I, I think he's he's really good. The Rams' problem is their schedule is an absolute bear. Try this on for the first few weeks. Panthers, Saints, Browns, well, that's easy. Buccaneers, Seahawks, Niners, Falcons, Bengals, Steelers, Bears. That is a bear of a first few games. So, I mean, I think they're going to finish 11 and 5, 10 and 6, right on this number. I think it's, it's ever so close. But since you're going to give me the odds to take the over, I'll take the over and say they go 11 and 5. And that's still a two game regression from last season, but they're just so well coached. And most of the important players are still there, uh, the ones that matter. So I'm going to go with it, say they lose two, two more games, but 11 and 5, and they win their division. So you would like, do you mind that? Like, are you, I don't know if I would make a future bet, like on a division winner that was minus 200. The one, no, thing I about, would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't either, unless you were going to like a parlay several division winners together. Maybe we can try to figure that out later. But the problem with either win totals or division odds or even Super Bowl odds is the number, the amount of money that you have to bet on them. And then you tie up your money for yeah. four and a half. It's, 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 it's really, number. it's really not worth it. Unless there's something that really yeah. sticks out, like that's a guaranteed winner. And this is the NFL. If no I idea. make futures, and I've kind of stopped doing them, but that's the one thing I really like a street book for. Now, there becomes a time where you're going to have to, uh, the piper will come calling. But when I do want to make one yeah, of those Yeah, you just call bets, up a thousand bucks on this, never think about it until it happens. I, yeah, because it sucks to have to like withdraw the money to deposit it into one of these sites to have it sit there. But if it's one of those street books, and the thing with some of these street books is you don't know if Buddy's going to be around in four months either. So I don't like making my like, <laughs> no, but it's, a, you never know, man. Yeah, well, I mean, it's Johnny Knuckles. He could be on the lamb looking You for never cam. know. Could be like our friend north south of the border whose bookie got Brooks Kepka and freaking is gone. Yeah, couldn't pay, couldn't pay out the bets. <laughs> when you, what you, get, what you actively that's that's why you need to be yes. like betting with like DraftKings yes. because they're, they're leveraged. They can pay yes. you out when you win a bet. Also, if you're playing a street book on a golfer and all your friends use the street book, don't make sure they all bet the same golfer on the street book because it actually creates a real freaking problem if the said golfer actually wins. You get it? Yeah. Oh, I get it. You break the bank here. So I'm kind of torn here. I'm kind of with Tim. 9, 10, 11, yeah, of 12. Course. Like that, they are I, so well coached. That's in their range. But the one big thing that happened with McVeigh's offense towards the back half of last season, and maybe it went part and parcel with Gurley getting banged up. And I don't know if Gurley's not 100% or he's not what he was. We all kind of diminished the role of running back because running back doesn't matter. And I'm more on that camp than not. But Gurley is so good when he's at his peak that he really makes this offense work well, as does getting up to the line and McVeigh being able to call a second play and Goff being able to audible off of that onto something else. And it seems like defenses are a bit more savvy. They're not showing anything on the first read anymore like they used to be. Teams adjusted to this offense that I don't think that major regression is coming, but there's a lot of dark clouds here. I see them. That, especially on offense, like Cooper Cup, they're already talking about him being on a pitch count, that maybe he's not going to play 100% of the snaps. And their offense was not as good at the moment that he went out. That, 
is their defense really going to be so good that it carries the or can carry the offense for spurts if the offense is lagging? I don't know. But I just look at the other teams in the division and well, they might be better except for Seattle. If Arizona's marginally better, who cares? They're still shitty. Then you have the Niners. If they're marginally better, well, they pick second in the draft, then great. Maybe they win six games. If that's what you think, like unless you think these teams make huge jumps, unless Seattle really poses a problem for them or unless the Niners really do get a lot better, like they should go five and one in the division. If that's the case, even with that tough schedule, they should be right around that number. I'm going to go slight under on the Rams, 10 and a half. Does the second half of the season statistically have anything to do with the entire first half of the season? Every single coach who's given 30 years to this business heard that this guy was reinventing the industry that they've given their life to. And it was kind of insulting. And then he went out and they dropped like 49 on everyone. No, granted, they went to the freaking Super Bowl. So he's a success. But I just mean like nearly got shut out in every in every coaching room in that league. There is like, and it's not fair to Sean. Well, because Sean didn't do it to himself. Hold on, Tim. Can you expand on that for a second? They got, they got embarrassed. You sound like they, they, because according to you, they got embarrassed in the Super Bowl. That means they had a bad season. Yet you gloat over the Jets winning their last two games of the year. No, no. I'm just saying <laughs> that that offense, that prolific offense against the Cowboys, against the the Saints, and against the Patriots, when the most eyeballs were on them, didn't show up. And in the biggest of games. They came within a whisker of being shut out for the first time ever in a Super Bowl. Uh, they did not equip themselves well in January and February. Let's put it that way. Uh, and so the Rams have, you know, one of two ways to go: either they can try to avenge that, or they have, you know, as Jeff said, perhaps uh, the playbook has been figured out. I mean, defenses are smart; they're always going to figure it off. No offense can stay ahead of a defense forever. But I don't know. I mean, that's why I'm, I'm just hesitantly going on the over because, like, I don't know. And plus, you know, there's. Losing a Super Bowl, teams rarely bounce right back uh, and play great after losing a Super Bowl. More often than not, they don't. So there's a lot of things uh, stacked against them. I wouldn't bet them, that's for sure. I guess the big question is, is it that they did get figured out and that's why the offense stalled in the second half of the season and through the playoffs, or was it injury-related when you don't have 100% Gurley and you don't have 100% Cooper Cup and the personnel in place to actually utilize this offense to the best of its abilities but you can't bank on health. It's so contingent on one or two non-quarterback players. Like then that's a castle with its foundations made of sand. Like that's not. Well, I mean, if you're, let's even throw a Cooper cup. If it's girly and it's golf and realistically, I don't even know if it's golf. Let's just say it's girly and he's just that much better. And he makes this offense run. If he's not a hundred percent, can they even get back up to where they were? Is is Daryl Henderson really that good? Or is a combination of the two of them as good as peak Todd Gurley? I don't know. And then if they sustain any more injuries, then we got a lot of problems to deal with. Yeah, I agree. So we're all under Tim's on the over. Seahawks, 9-11 truther Pete Carroll is back. Still a good oh. coach. What, did you forget about no, that? No, this, this is my first strong pick of the, uh, of the set here. All right, well then, they're eight and a half is their win total. Minus 130 to bet the over, so people are on the over. That's what that indicates. Plus 125 to make the playoffs, 3-1 to one to win the division, 14-1 to one to win the NFC, 28-1 to one to win the Super Bowl. All logic would point to an under here, I think, especially with DK Metcalf going through this knee surgery no long. He might be back for week one. He might not be back, but he was one of the high draft picks at receivers that we were talking about. They lose Doug Baldwin, which probably turns out to be a good thing for them. They ran the ball more than they passed, which is counterintuitive. It seems like they should be a very strong under, yet everyone's betting the over. Tim, you, you feel very strongly about this? Very strong under. I, I think this I agree. is going to win four or five games 
That's what scares year. me. They had like they did they had the seventh best offensive football last year. I don't think they come anywhere close to that. This year, their defense was in the bottom, well into the bottom half. Special teams wasn't too great. I don't know. This Seahawks team is just out of gas. They are, you know, that whole run is over. All the players but Wilson are gone. Their receiving options, for the most part, aren't great. I just, I see nothing positive. And I look at the number. This reminds, this team reminds me of last year's Raiders, who were eight and a half. And we looked at it and said, why in heaven's name do they have an eight and a half number when they can't get there? Seattle's the same way. That's an eight and a half. I don't see how they can get there outside of Russell Wilson having an MVP caliber season, just willing that team to nine or 10 wins. And I, I think they way overachieved last year to manage to make the playoffs when they weren't one of the best six teams in my thought in the NFC. So I, I think it's an under, I think they're, they're in real trouble. I think logically what Tim says, shockingly enough for an insane person is pretty apt. The big thing you have to hit on though, and it's the reason that I ended up on the Seattle over last year. I think I might take the Seattle over again this year is they have the best quarterback in the division. They have one of the best quarterbacks in football. That means a lot. And if they can just stay healthy and you know, all these mediocre talents that are around, they can fuse together, whatever, that once you have that quarterback and he stays healthy, you can get to nine wins, especially in this division. Like if the Niners and Cardinals suck, there's four wins right there. I don't think the Niners do. This, Niners this entire suck. team regressed everywhere but quarterback. Last year, the under was such a popular pick. It was like crazy what the juice was on it. We didn't think they could get there. That was sort of the consensus. And they ended up being amazing how they sort of did everything. Uh, the defense is bad. They lost their best uh, edge rusher. Russell Wilson's going to have to do more than he did last year. It's like saying the Mets are going to have to go like 15 and one again. I see. I don't like, think it's I like don't that. like, I don't. One, see one thing it. that gets wildly overrated because we kind of make fun of him a lot is like Pete Carroll's a good coach. And good coaching goes a long way. He's been able to coach up like mediocre defenses in the past. And when you still have the best quarterback in the division out there, like, like I said, it just it goes such a long way to covering up different problems. Like the Patriots defense is never really that good. But when you look at playoff time, they always seem to perform a little bit better than they did during the season. They play like a Listen, bit of bend, don't break. Because they, they, they're coached well defensively, even if they don't have necessarily the best talent. Seattle could be very much the same way. And it's a number that we might see historically for a long time. Like, as an example, I'm not sure what Denver's is off the top of my head. But you almost Seven have to. You just almost bake in. They are such historically a great home team that as long as they do what they owe. I get they're not the team of before. They're not going to have this home winning streak of, of yeah. whatever. I think over the past two years, they actually haven't been like awesome at home. Well, I think they just get a lot of respect for that, that, you know, you figure they can defend home and nibble a bit on the road. I I'm taking uh, the under and as a segue, I have three under so far in the division. So that's got to so, so it's pretty telling. I've got a, I got an opinion next. So I I'll throw to lie a strong one. I went under, under the coin and or you, yeah, under, under for the first two. The coin and I are taking the over eight and a half on the Seattle Seahawks. I actually think that the plus 300 to win the division is not an awful bet either. If you think that the Rams fall back to the pack and that puts everyone right in the mix of like seven wins to 10 wins that Seattle could just eat those out because they might be the best coach team of this entire bunch. Niners, hardly newer. Eight and a half is the win total. Even money to bet the over. Playoffs two to one. Division five and a half to one. 16 to one to win the conference. And 33 to one to win the Super Bowl. So 
well, the Niners and Seahawks have the same win total. There's more respect being given to the Seahawks uh, as it pertains to the division, the conference, and Super Bowl odds and to make the playoffs, which is kind of intriguing. Uh, Jimmy G, I heard, threw five picks in a practice, and everyone freaked out, Tim. I don't care. That, that's so that's it that's that's i i stuff. i'm gonna put it out there i might even sprinkle on the division five to one uh i think this team got considerably better i think last year they obviously had no chance uh with the injury i think this team has a dominant offensive line um they I'm, got better on defense just by picking second they got the better bosa as as tim would say not the well he would say they got the good bosa implying the other one isn't good <laughs> Uh, which is is quite ridiculous. But, yeah, I'm going to buy in. Last year was all the hype um, for them. They were projected to win double-digit games. I'm going to bring back last year's projection for them. I'll play this over uh, if I had to. And I would be tempted at the 5.5-1 to one to win uh, the division. I, I agree completely. I think they are one of my two wildcard picks in the NFC. But I like the idea of putting the bet on the division plus 200 for the playoffs. I love this team's going to win nine or 10 or 11 games. Uh, I think Garoppolo is great. Kittle's probably, well, he's not probably, he's the best uh, tight end in the, in the conference. Uh, this team is just loaded with talent. They got better on the defense. I, I love them. Absolutely love them. I think the Cardinals are bad. I think Seattle is regressing. No, I think they could split with the Rams, no trouble. So, yeah, I, I, I really do like what this Niners team is bringing to bear quite, quite a bit. I, I, you know what? There's even their Super Bowl odds aren't crazy as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what are we talking about? 33, 33 to one. Doesn't feel like it's enough. That's a very fair number. Doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like it's enough. The coin is also on the over. I'm going to go under on uh, the Niners. I, I have them projected for seven, eight or nine wins. Since two of those fall below the eight and a half. I'm going to take the blow. What if this team started Best quarterback in the league, Nick Mullins, instead of Jimmy Garoppolo, Tim. I don't even want – you know what? I know what you're trying to do. I know you think you're funny. I'm not even going to take the bait because that's I, that's how much funny. I've matured. Do you know that Tim thinks it's outrageous that Nick Mullins is verified on Twitter, Jeff, and he isn't? Amazing. Where do you like play Missouri? He's He also started like eight games in the NFL yeah. last year. He had a Monday night football like amazing night. And Tim, Tim has Tim, what? Tim is just a lunatic. Tim like who we taught, have a, over Tim the phone. taught a class. Yeah. Why do you hate Nick Mullins so much? Don't, I have nothing against Nick Mullins. Just like they verified him when I'm the one who there's multiple fake accounts and people trying to impersonate me. I'm the one who should be verified first. That's all. Because there's probably no fake Nick Mullins accounts now that he started 14 well, NFL games. Well, I think or this should almost prove to you the fact that you you definitely will never be verified because you're so unimportant that there could be a million fake Tim accounts. They just don't care. I have come to that. Really I almost late. want people to send Tim pit like, gifts highlights peacocks. like um, the feed page of. Very low-level people who are verified. verified. <laughs> we find the person with the fewest amount <laughs> yeah, of followers yeah, who like, is verified. Yeah, yeah. The most insignificant person yeah. then tweet screenshots at Tim. Yeah. I can get behind that. I think everyone should go do that. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the under here. I can see the over. I can see them making the playoffs. Next year might be their year. I don't know. It just, Tim has already cursed them. He's uh, He cursed them last year when he's like, Jarek is top five. Jarek never played a snap. He got back in on Jarek already this year. Guy is already hurt. Who knows what's next? Like, Dante Pettis was supposed to be their receiver one. Apparently, he looks terrible. So they're going into the season with, like, eight receivers. 
and none of them are really any, any good. Debo Samuel might be the best, but he's also a rookie. Like, it's going to be a tough go. Do you think Tevin Coleman's going to be any good? With yeah, the, I do. Back with Shanahan? Because I, 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 yeah, I think he'll just draw, he'll have his package that Shanahan will, will call But he on. might be their starter. Like, we thought that Tevin Coleman was going to be good last year in Atlanta after Freeman went out. He was god-awful. Maybe yeah, he, well, bad play calling versus good play calling makes all the difference. Yeah, have, calling him to run up the gut on second and one isn't like the ideal play. You got to call it up to get him in space. All right. So if we look at this division, who are we picking for the division? I'll pick the Seahawks to win. Yeah, from a gambling perspective, 49ers. So Niners? Tim? My prediction is the Rams, but I'm tepid on it. Right, so Rams minus 200. That's a whole lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So yeah, if I had to bet one of the division odds, it would be the Seahawks for me at three to one, five and a half to one on the Niners for you. Yeah. Let's get to one of my favorites and sure to trigger people. The Chicago Bears. Nine and a half is their win total. The most bet on team to win the Super Bowl. Vegas's most liability is on the Bears, which why are they only expected to win nine and a half games if they're expected to win the Super Bowl, according to the public? Uh, to bet the over, you actually get plus money on that at plus 110, minus 125 to make the playoffs, plus 170 oh to God. win the division, plus 750 to win the conference, 14 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. There's a lot that can go wrong with the Bears this year. I don't think that they're going to be I bad. love the Bears. They're over? Well, I think they're going to make the Super Bowl. They're my NFC champion. Oh, this is just what I wanted to hear. I, I got to find to miss the when miss Tim the playoff are, odds here. They are the Rams of two years ago. Like, everything is pointing their direction. They had their step big step forward last year, struggled in the playoffs. Now they're going to make their bigger step forward. The defense is still great. The offense still has all the important pieces. Uh, I thought the steps forward they made on the offensive side of the ball last year were really quite impressive. I just love this team. I, I think it's a complete unit. Uh, I think – there's, I mean, Soldier Field in January, not a place you want to be playing football. I just the, the, I look at this team. I look at a Vikings team that I still think is not very good. And I look at a Packers team that I think, even though they've gotten a much better head coach, is probably going to regress. I actually think the Lions are better than people think. But I just think the Bears, there are wins to be had here. The NFC is easier than the AFC in terms of top-tier talent. I just I think they're going to roll. I trust this team. I don't think they're going to be hit by injuries. I think they're just going to just. What do you mean you don't think they're going to be hit by injuries? Like, like that's something like that's something you can predict. I just, in my mind, as I envision it, I I see this team just soaring. Uh, you know, they're the best defense in football last year, which rarely I, which rarely repeats. So no, maybe they'll be the fifth best defense in football, but I expect their offense to be even slightly better. I think Trubisky's a good quarterback. I, I don't think he's great. I think he's good enough. We've seen good enough QBs win the Super Bowl, a la Nick Foles. Uh, it's nothing new. So. I'm in on them. Give me them all the way. All right. So with the Bears, this is one of my strongest plays. I love the under nine and a half, uh, especially after hearing Tim talk. No one's going to get injured. Well, you know what happened with the Bears last year? No one got injured on the team. They ran hot with injuries. They ran into an easy schedule, and they ran into a down year from the Packers when Aaron Rodgers got hurt in week one by the Bears. The Bears are fine. They're a good team. They could definitely hit the over. They could win the division. They could do everything Tim says and go to the Super Bowl. That's why people are betting them to win the Super Bowl. But their strength of schedule is now one of the hardest from one of the easiest. If they just sustain a few defensive injuries rather than having none like last year. Mac was hurt for a few games last year, if memory serves. When was Mac hurt? Like for like two or three games. All right, so, so they missed one piece of their defense for three games. Yeah, bad, 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 running, running bad on that injury luck there, Tim. Anyway, they were incredibly healthy the entire season, both offensively and defensively. And when people point to like, oh, well, they had tons of bad luck. They missed a field goal in the playoffs. That's not what I'm talking about here. The fact is 
the division's better, the strength of schedule is harder, and just by the odds that we've seen when teams like run healthy or run you know significantly unhealthy, that tends to normalize more than anything else, as does turnover margin. They led the league in turnover margin last year. Yes, the defense is good, but generally you don't see teams with a plus 13 in the positive turnover area. Like if you just drop that back down to six, then all of a sudden you're not winning as many close games. It's just everything lines up for things to go wrong for the Bears this year. And now the fact that Tim has cursed them, I think that happens even more. History is so cruel to the team that is getting the, the summertime love. Super Bowl love. Whether it be the Colts uh, two years ago when, like, they were, like, first year wild card game, second year. that Like, that. then I think the Raiders signed a bunch of players. Everyone thought the Raiders were going to leap off and all the young players were going to hit. And this seems like it just goes bad in really ugly ways. I'm torn... Like, Vegas is, like, baiting this. It's, a, lead, it's yeah. a very fair number. Because if the Bears no, but, win 11 games, they're not going to be super stunned. But if they won six because things went wrong, I'm not going to be super stunned either. Because I don't think that, like, Trubisky's fine. But I don't think that, like, if you had to, if you were to rank Trubisky, Tim, in the pantheon of NFL quarterbacks, like, where does he rank? Is he better or worse than Goff? Because I think they're, like, right around the same. Yeah, we, that's fair. So they're, Probably like, medi- one so, step below Goff. So they're, like, medi- average to below average. I'm really yeah, t- he's not going to hurt you. I'm but really, he's not going to significantly help you if things go wrong either. I'm torn sure. on this one, but I'm going to lean to the over. But I do not have them winning the division. See, I just decided to pony up with the coin. The coin was so hot with its picks last year that I'm just going to tail the coin and see how that goes. Uh, so the coin and I are both on the under of the Bears. You guys are on the over. And Tim, these are your, Chicago is your Super Bowl pick? My Super Bowl participant, yeah. So you want to get on that plus 750 to win the NFC? I think it's... I mean, those are short odds, but I those think aren't seven to one isn't seven and a half to one isn't a short odd. I'll tell you I don't this. think it is. Like that's to bet the favorite golfer in a field. Tim, Tim's yeah. got Tim. Is he scaring you with his love for the Chicago Bears? No, what's scary? Well, I've got no confidence, but I gotta, I gotta hope Tim's like gonna be on a heater this year because I think he's already alluded. I think he's already alluded to what he's gonna do on the other side of the bracket, and that might make it an expensive. That might that might make it an expensive trip to Miami for me in January if a team like the Chicago Bears are on the other side because there'll be a lot of people wanting to pay and go. Tim picks were so good last year and bets with me, you, and Paul on the show. He lost ninety percent of them. Fair enough. Do you want to take this one? Bears? Tim? Anything jump out to you yet? If you want to bet with us? Because I, I, I'll i go with the under on you. No, I mean, I I mean, I mean, like the over. They're my Super Bowl pick. But, like, we'll, I'm sure we will find another team you like more, and we'll end up putting them up against each other. Those are more fun. I see. I, I like the under on this one. Get ready to enter the ring. DraftKings and Showtime Boxing have partnered to bring you closer to the action than ever before, introducing the Showtime Boxing Pick'em Game. For every 2019 Showtime Boxing event, you can come out swinging. Each fight card is the opportunity to duke it out for your share of $5,000 and a Showtime Boxing swag bag. Head to www.draftkings.com showtime to play against this Friday's main event, featuring Vladimir Shishkin versus DeAndre Ware in a 10-round super middleweight bout. Uh, Packers. Packers are also 9.5 in the win total, plus 115 to hit the over, minus 115 to make the playoffs. Plus 190, division 10-1 to to win the conference, 20-1 to to win the Super Bowl. 
They get a new coach in Matt Leffler. Not to be confused with Sawyer from Lost when they went back in time, Jeff. But Matt Leffler, who did such a great job in Tennessee, he had to get a head coaching job. Another guy from the Sean McVay tree, who was just a real success as a head coach. But I guess just getting rid of Mike McCarthy is probably an upgrade anyway. It can't hurt. That, this is true. It can't hurt. Uh, I'm torn on this because they have Aaron Rodgers. Theoretically, Aaron Rodgers comes into the season healthy. I think he played on a bum knee all year. Of course like, he did. If Aaron Rodgers, he did. If Aaron Rodgers is healthy, you're essentially that's what you're betting on. Yeah. If he's healthy, they they crush this number. They win the division. Uh, I'm going to bank on that happening, even though it's pretty risky because he has been battling some things. I think uh, they they are my pick to win the division. Hence, they'll take this. Uh, They'll take this over. Uh, if he gets hurt, they will be screwed. Yeah. I mean, and you could say that about, you know, the team with the 14th best quarterback, but. I, I think, the, yes, but when you go from that's the linchpin that you need to go on is that Aaron Rodgers performs as a top five MVP candidate, which he, we know that when he's healthy, yeah. he and is I going think, to And I think the relationship with the coaching staff, I think it's going to be, I think they'll be fine. I think there's so much made about it that I think, it'll end up being exponentially better than people like are hoping with a bit of health on defense too. I think the secondary could be all right. They're better on defense. So I'm going over. You're going over. The coin is going over. I assume Tim, that means you're going under. Yeah, I am just slightly. I think nine wins is the number for me. So nine and a half means it's half win too much. Uh, I respect, I, I hate to be too hard on it because of course it's the Packers, it's Rogers etc etc but i don't know i I think the skill i still don't see a ton of skill position talent on that team and i think that's because that's that's because you don't think Devontae adams is any good i think he's really good i think people have overhyped him too much and i think you know i hope people remember i've said that and i still think that secondary is has tons of question marks Uh, it did last year i still think it does so call me crazy i don't care i i think that they're a nine win team uh, it wouldn't shock me if they won the division. Of course not, because of the Packers. There's you know a ton of good players, but I'm skeptical. And particularly since I have another over in this division, including Chicago, I, I couldn't take three. So. All right, going on to the Vikings. The Vikings are oh. not nine and a half wins as well, plus 120 on the over. This is one of my favorite over bets. I think the Vikings are going to be really good this year. Uh, one of their biggest problems last year was they changed. I mean, Delvin Cook got hurt. Obviously, that didn't help, but Poor quarterback he, 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 was, he was replaceable. Kirk Cousins was actually quite good through like the first six weeks. Yeah, and then they completely, you shut the fuck up while I'm talking. <laughs> Honest to God. Just trying to get through this, doing the preamble. You'll get your time to talk. Uh, through the first few weeks of the season, they were passing a lot on first down, and they were really opening up the offense in order to you know, support the running game. And then the running game was able to take off a little bit. And then, like, at week five, week six, week seven, Mike Zimmer was like, you know what we need to do? We need to play some smash-mouth football. And they just decided to run up the gut on first down and second down every single time when you have two of the better wide receivers in the conference, a good quarterback and a good running back and Tim's pal, Kyle Rudolph still out there. I think this offense is going to be fine. I think they rebound. I think they get to 10 wins. I like the over because the defense is still pretty good. Run, still pretty good. Run, run pass isn't ideal. Now maybe they go back to that and that screws them. Run, run pass isn't ideal. If on third and nine, you're going to throw it for two yards every <laughs> single time. Uh, what an infuriating quarterback to watch. That being said, there's such negative energy nationally, it seems like, around this team. Well, because everyone liked them last year. Yeah, that I think they're going to be fine. So give me uh, give me the over. I don't love it, but I'm being forced to pick it. I actually really like the roster, uh, so I'll take the over. 
Tim, the floor is now yours. I got three overs here. Under. I mean, look, they're not quarterbacking is only going to get worse. You're right. They have good, uh, good, really good wide receivers and a good tight end, but the head coach is still Zimmer. And listen, if, if Kirk Cousins was my quarter, if Cousins was my quarterback, I would be wanting to go run, run past dude. I'd want him to throw as few times as possible. From the yeah, same, from the same my... guy that said, cut Kirk Cousins a blank check to join the Jets because he's a top five quarterback in football. Yeah, well, that was two years ago, and I was wrong then, and I was right when I said he was bad, and he, they did make the playoffs last year when everybody laughed at me when I said they wouldn't. Who is that? Honest to God, who is laughing at you? Yeah, you go back. It happened. And then, you know, look at the a guys Vikings fan, probably. You know, like they, they re-signed someone like Anthony Barr, who's not that great of a player anyway. Oh, yes. They have, Thank you know, you. a good, a half decent, strong safety, uh, <laughs> who I actually kind of like. But for the did, most did, part, I think that defense so is good. L- likes Notre Dame, guys. Doesn't like Anthony Barr. I wonder why he doesn't like Anthony Barr. Can we, can we pull up the tweet or did you delete it? <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. Does he know Let's how to delete on. a tweet? Uh, I don't know. Uh, from Ian Rappaport, the Jets are signing Vikings linebacker Anthony Barr. Sources say, Tim Anderson, quote tweet, solid, keep spending. We need quality contributors such as Barr. <laughs> yeah, that was... One, one day later, a t- from Tim Andercast, Barr has lost it. I never wanted him anyway. Let him enjoy that wasteland. I'm too angry to type correctly. <laughs> so... The first tweet was me trying to be the good soldier, realizing that we were spending a ton of money on a quote-unquote So what you're saying is no one can believe a fucking word you say. You don't mean anything. Listen, the Vikings are just full of players I do not like, and I'm glad that my team has avoided signing. It all worked out for me. I I didn't like this team last year, and I was right when everyone told me I was wrong. I don't like this team again this year. Uh what do you want me to tell you when the when when the games come down to December and it's make or break as it was last season when they had a chance to make the playoffs, Cousins fell flat and the team did nothing. I see absolutely no reason to think that's going to change. So uh, let's move on to teams that have a chance. Well, I don't know. I think we should really just explore this Anthony Burr thing. So you don't think he's any good? So you were lying to people? No, it's not that he's not any good. The problem is the Jets were going to need pass rushing help. We're spending a ton of money on a guy who doesn't sack the quarterback like i felt like oh boy we're just spending a lot of money on a, on a position that i don't think is going to contribute much let's go and get a pure inside linebacker we're going to spend that money and we did we got a really good inside linebacker in cj mosley so at least we properly allocated the money for the type of player that we were getting there's one thing you need in 2019 it's a really solid middle line no but if you're going to go after somebody like that go after a true player who plays the position rather than somebody who doesn't have sort of the chops to be inside or outside. I, and you know, let Bar, you know, you know what? Let Barr enjoy Minnesota. That's where he wants to be. I wish him nothing but the best. I'm glad he's not in Gotham City. We want winners. I feel like Gotham City is Chicago. Okay, well, the NFL put out gear last year for the Jets. Yeah, from that, from the loser team of New York. They're just trying anything to get, try to get fans and sell merchandise because no one cares about the Jets. Uh, oh, th- this was the public statement from Tim. Uh-huh. I wasn't fired up for Barr anyways. I doubted he could be a game-changing edge rusher. He can go idle away his career with Kirk the Unready. You are so triggered by the Vikings. It's hilarious. I was just angry about them last year, and I was right. Yeah, but you were all you were all in on Kirk Cousins until he joined the Vikings, and you loved the Vikings until they got Kirk Cousins after he scorned your team. I, I don't know why we need to rehash this. Every it seems like every week, like people are aware uh, that I was that you, you cannot right be now. that you cannot be trusted with anything you say. 
I stand by my views. You don't stand by your views. You change them after eight hours. I stand by my current views. I was not explained why I had to, you know, I had to pump the tires on bar. I felt like being a Jeff understands this. You don't, but Jeff does. You got to be a team player when something's happening. You got to put the bet, your best foot forward. But you know, once you know, the handwriting is on the wall and things are going to change, then you can be a little bit more free and easy. I mean, you can't express, you know, you can't bring forward differences of opinion. Uh, at that moment, it doesn't help. But now that now the, the wheels tur- uh, turn the other way, you can be a little more open about it. Over for Jeff and I on nine and a half. Under for you and the coin on nine and a half for the Minnesota Vikings. Are you like, Vikings. ready for me to talk about this? What's that? You look just like prepared for me to talk about this? Because like we did not, I did not talk about this at all in like our prep conversations. Well, no, I just looked it up on my phone about? when you were talking. Like when I brought up Bar, you went right to your phone as if you were ready for me to roll. No, no he went... went to find it, but he's good at the internet, so he found it quickly. I found it within ten seconds. But once you besmirched the player, he knew that you have had an opposite point out there floating, and you didn't know how to delete anything, so it still exists. Jeff gets it. You don't. You still don't know how to find things on Twitter, like old tweets, do you? Yeah, you just scroll down. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> The Detroit Lions, their win total is six and a half. They might have the number one pick next year. If you want to bet, I agree. Six and a half is the win total. It's minus 135 to bet the over. So people are kind of on like they could be all right. I get why they could be okay. They're five to one to make the playoffs, 12 to one to win the division, 40 to one to win the conference, 80 to one to win the Super Bowl. You want to bet? Here's a bet. Matt Patricia, first coach to be fired. He's terrible. They just don't have anyone who can tackle. Um, and the offense, I think it's struggle. I'm not, I'm not here for this. So give me the under, I don't even, I don't really have a ton to say about it, but I just don't, I don't see it there. And I guess by osmosis, if I got wins, uh, across the rest of the division, one's got to take an ass whipping. And I guess it's going to be the lions as far as I'm concerned. Well, the coin likes the over and Tim, I know you like the over. So what is it? I, I, I do. I think this is like the, the perfect, Carbon copy of an eight and eight type team. I think they're bad at nothing. I think they're good at nothing. Uh, I think they have a perfectly serviceable quarterback. I mean, last year, the Lions won some games against teams you would never have guessed. Like they took the Patriots apart, for example, in a game. Like they're going to show up in games and impress when you don't expect it. They're a very, the I Patriots very- always lose token primetime games. Like, they, I, like I think that I, I think that the before. Patriots intentionally lose these games to throw people off their. No, sides. I just I remember that, and I remember yeah, being on coming off another loss. They very rarely lose two in a row, and they yeah, had, it, they it, it, it really affected them. Well, no, I'm just saying. Well, that's a separate question, isn't it? Uh, my my point is, I think this line, like I think Stafford's good. He's great. He's good. I think their position players are pretty good. Uh, I like their running backs. I. Their defense isn't bad. It wasn't bad last year. It's in the middle of the pack. Offense is middle of the pack. I think that's a boat where they're going to be, and particularly since I think the, I think there's a little bit of regress in terms of where the Vikings and Packers are going to be, and I think there are some bad teams in the NFC. So, I don't know. I just think seven and nine, eight and seven, eight and eight is sort of in their wheelhouse. So I'm going to I'm going to take the over. Taking the over. That and I don't have I don't have a lot of overs, so <laughs> this is one I sort of had to take. Yeah, I I'm just. Betting on the coach here. The coach is bad. I think he's going to get fired. Therefore, well, he, he is bad. I wouldn't pick him as my first coach to be fired, but I guess it wouldn't shock me. So, if I'm going with Matt Patricia as the first coach fired this year, I think he's like twelve to one or something like that. Who would you pick to be the first coach fired? Well, here's the thing of, of two opinions. I think Case. if the Fred Kitchens experiment doesn't work well, I think he's gone before the end of the year. Who? Uh, I, Freddie Kitchens. If that experiment doesn't go well, I think he's gone and gone quickly. So. 
there's that. But on the other side, you can just look at what a disaster the Redskins are. And Gruden could could hit the door. But when uh, Snyder could throw him out of, out of that job before the season ends. So yeah, it's more I, of you have to factor ownership as much as anything. Because some so teams in football two, just... It's either Jay Gruden or it's Kitchens. Who I, listen, I, I mean, unless they go 0-16, like, they went out and Bruce Allen got them a quarterback who can no longer play. Yeah, so but they're, Gruden's they're, been there a while, too. He has been. But he doesn't seem like they want to make any changes anyway, though. Like, no, but if you realize, okay, this team's going nowhere. He's not a part of our future. Let's just get rid of him at this point because we're going to move on anyway. I, I can see it. I mean, you, that way you're the – you have extra time to go on your coaching search and you're not in the middle of black sun. Just then telling you that's my logic here. If I really had to bet somebody, I think I would bet Jay Gruden. I, I like I, both I, picks. I would think that Gruden, if he does get let go, he gets let go after the season. I just, they're, they're projected to be bad but anyway. I, they know they're going to be bad. It's not like they have the next guy on but staff But I think anyway. Dan What's Snyder is more likely you to pull that You think Dan Snyder wants trigger. to pay two coaches? Yeah, I don't think money is really times. his issue. They, they've thrown a lot of money at garbage all the time, they've to be tried honest. that, and now they've been trying to be stable now for the past few years. I think the 95-year-old woman in Detroit is more likely to just let a coach ride out this season than Dan Snyder would be if shit really hit the rails. Ron Rivera, if Carolina's bad? I think they'll be fine. It's possible. So. There's talk about him being fired last year when they absolutely crashed out after starting six and two. Yeah, we, we, we can't, I don't really think that was his fault. Cam didn't have a shoulder and couldn't. Throw. No, but nevertheless, they started six and two and didn't make the playoffs. Like the coach has to bear some responsibility for a team's complete uh, tailspin. I feel like Buckeyes just, top of someone. I, I guess so. I mean, just when your quarterback isn't, how it'd be like. I, I guess. Know. I guess Mike, Mike Mike McCarthy got fired anyway. But that was a long time coming. He should have been fired like three years ago. Agreed. Yeah. I don't think Rivera should be let go or should have been let go. But if they do indeed struggle out the gate this year, yeah, he, he's live for sure. All right. So we picked division winners here. I'll pick the Vikings, Packers, Packers, and Bears for Tim. Bears. Yeah, that so makes a fun. That makes a fun division. Yeah, I, I think it should be a good one all year too, and that's why the nine and a half is tough. Like, there's, a, I know we picked overs for both the Packers and the Vikings between you and I, but if only one team gets over nine and a half, that's very much on the table here. Yeah. A or NFC East, the New York Football Giants win total six and a half. Seems like a lot. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It seems like Vegas is baiting you because they're such a public hate. They're making you pay yeah. to bet the under, but I don't know. It might be on my short, like forgetting the juice. I would, I, I really like uh, the the under. You don't want to take the plus one fifty to bet the over. I just I, playoffs five to one division, eleven to one conference, thirty three to one Super Bowl, sixty six to one. They're going to struggle to win games. How long until Daniel Jones is starting a quarterback? A month? That I don't was know. my point. If they go over, it's because he comes in and is great. So bet him to be rookie of the year. You get better odds. I will say, I say this. The only way that they go over is because Eli shocks the world and finds the fountain of youth and wins a few games. No, I think it's because Jones comes in and plays really good football. Well, Jones has got to come in and win seven games? No, but look, well, if he, he does what like last four in December because you know, they're passing tired horses and he's got something to play for. Like They could rack up some some garbage wins late if he's playing well. I could see it. I could totally see that. I'm not going to pick the over, but I could see it. If you think he's going to play, maybe you do bet him for rookie of the year. I wouldn't just based on the fact that if he plays half decently, the fact that he's a New York based quarterback, that's white with a fresh face. They just can't wait to give him an award like that. I I promise you. Uh, The coin is taking the over for the New York giants. I'm taking the under. The coin doesn't watch the games. Well, the coin projects the games better than you do. 
and all of us do. Maybe watching the games is really what's holding us back. I hope Eli... I hope Eli plays mediocre enough that he just starts all 16 games. That would be the most fun I hope fun he starts next year, too. Me, too. That'd be awesome. I hold nothing against Eli. He beat the Patriots twice in Super Bowls. I, I will not be negative about him. Sorry, I can't. It's not in my, not in my DNA. Does anyone besides Tim and maybe the Maras think that Daniel Jones is any good? I don't. I think like, he's fine. Like, do you hear people out there being like, you know, who's actually good? Daniel Jones. He threw a pass against the Jets in that first preseason game. My goodness, there are not many quarterbacks who control that pass, and he threw it on a dime. Sam this, Darnold's. This, Sam Darnold's one of them, though. And uh, Tim, noted QB scout Christian Hackenkus could also make that pass. Correct? No, I, I don't think so. He was better at hitting. Saying, he was better at hitting journalists I on the sidelines. I didn't hate the Jones pick when it happened. I thought he was picked, was picked too high, but I didn't hate the pick in a vacuum. I still because I like the player and I, I still think he's. Ha- I, I listen. The Giants don't have a whole lot, but they do have Barkley. And if this kid is good, then who knows, right? I mean, six and a half does seem like a lot, but like I said, I can easily imagine, like the Dolphins did a couple of times uh, that you've seen in the past that a team wins four to five in December and gets on a run when they had no real chance to make the playoffs and didn't, but they accumulate some wins because that QB is trying to is balling out. He's a rookie. They're not trying to to tank for a pick, and I could see you're getting sort of nicked on this uh, over-under pick in, in the last couple of weeks. I mean, listen, six and a half, if the defense... I'm taking the under. If the, yeah, I'm taking the under as well. But I, I, I can see it, but I think I would have more confidence if we're talking about like a rookie leading his team to the over in the win total, that if Haskins starts from week one, I just think Haskins is better, that you give him 16 games, maybe he's really good, and the Skins beat the five and a half, rather than hoping that Eli is so bad and they lose that Daniel Jones comes in and then they hit the over. That seems kind of far-fetched. I think if they hit this over, it has to be because of Eli, which I don't like. Yeah. The Eagles. The Eagles, nine and a half is the win total minus 165 to bet that over people are hammering this over for the crush it minus 200 to make the playoffs even odds to win the division eight to one to win the conference 14 to one to win the super bowl they are a very popular to get to the super bowl pick if nothing else jeff are people underrating how hurt carson wentz may be because i think they might be i like the eagles i like the eagles to crush that win total i like the eagles to win the division they will probably be my pick to represent the NFC pound for pound. I think they are maybe the most complete team in football. When you parlay that roster with a coach who's playing 3d checker, uh, 3d chess. Well, it seems like half the opponents he plays are playing checkers. Uh, I think it's all on. I think it's all on for this team again. Yeah. I think they're the, go ahead. I think it's well said. Uh, I agree with Jeff in almost everything. They're my team to lose in the NFC title game to the Bears. Uh, I really, really like this Eagles team because uh, I'm quite down on Dallas, down on Washington, and down on the Giants. Yeah, maybe I that's think, a part of it too. I think this is a team where I mean, one of these teams have to get to 13, 12 or 13 wins like it happens. Uh, this is a team I think that's going to get to 12 or 13 wins. I think going to be on bye in the first week of the playoffs. Uh, I love them. I think they're totally complete. Yeah, Wentz is a bit of a question mark, but I think – I. I ultimately think he will be okay uh i trust the coach i trust the i trust everything about them i love this team a lot and they're gonna win the division going away and yeah the nine and a half is uh, is a very strange number but there's no value to bet the over vegas loves hanging these numbers they know that they'll get a couple of these ones that seem obvious and then they collect their 60 cents on about two or three of them and they're happy Wentz gets I, hurt and they're bad I, I believe josh mccown's now their backup 
I just figure the Eagles have to be a little lower than you'd expect because the books don't want to get crushed on Dallas. Uh, if they hung a number that was too low on Dallas. So they had to sort of like hedge it a little bit. Well, it's tough because like everyone kind of projects the Giants and Redskins to be really bad that in a world Philly and Dallas could both hit the over. Yeah, they could. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. So you don't want, uh, you don't want the Eagles. Yeah. Eagles, Cowboys, and like, who is the other like big favorite to be the over? The Panthers Rams. people are, are hammering uh, to hit the over as well. Actually, it's plus money. Most people are betting the under on the Saints, to tell you the truth. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a very high win total. That's why. Yeah, nine and a half. I'll take the over. The only one taking the under is actually the coin on this one. I do worry about it, though. Like, if we just think about how good this offense is going to be, and maybe this is kind of a testament to how good that they they are and why they're so good, but realistically, the only guy that you'd want on your fantasy team from this offense is Zach Ertz. Fine, but their roster construction, is, that's what makes it so special. And even so Zach Ertz special. could get pouched by Dallas Goddard. Yeah. They might have five I, I running backs. Like Alshon. And Alshon's, Alshon's fine. What is he, a top 30 fantasy know, receiver? Man. Okay, but then I don't mind him on my fantasy team. Then. Yeah, I don't mind him I, either. I, I, I don't think you're getting my point here. I, I get what you're saying, but give me one of those guys, Sunday Night Football, they put up a 45 mm-hmm. spot. I, got, I, I had a nice night. That's it. Pat gets it too. Trust me. I, I don't think that you're getting what I'm saying. You're not. It's not like I'm going to my draft. You know who I need to get? Agreed. Alshon Jeffrey. Agreed. But Alshon they're going to score points, guys, and really the ball's got to go somewhere, and the coach is going to design plays. It's not even like I think the guy is so talented. It's the situation. I, I think he's good. It's just it's the same thing we see with this running back. Like one week, you know, Miles Sanders shows up on the scene. He might get 15 carries and two goal line looks. The next week, you know, they just traded. Yeah, yeah, I get it. You got the three TD Aguilar game, and then he doesn't score for six Exactly. Weeks. Like, just that's their offense. I agree 100%. Which I think is real life good, but obviously bad. Yeah, but normally when you say, like, I don't, it's a team basically full of undraftable or Guys that you don't really want until a lot later, fantasy guys. It's, you're usually talking about Washington, the Washington's guys, offense. They're like the Titans with real talent. Yeah. Well, they don't have Mariota son as their quarterback. They have Wentz. Wentz is the key to all of this, though. Like, if he's not healthy, and like, well, sure, but, he, he, but, but, he, but, but last time we saw him, he wasn't good and he was hurt. And then he got hurt again. And they're still putting up 42 burgers, like when he comes back and he's still crushing it, throwing up those fantasy points. I'd love to own Wentz. Too. You have no concerns about his health. Whatsoever. Obviously, I have concerns, but there's concerns with Rodgers. There's concerns with tons of guys. Maybe they yeah. Should. I mean, going into this season, there's no quarterback not named Mahomes. Where there isn't. I mean, like it's also like just the division. There's questions everywhere. You got two rookies in Dallas, which is like combusting at the seams sure, before the season starts. Listen, I'm not saying this is going to happen to Wentz, but. There's a chance that Wentz goes down the Derek Carr road where Derek Carr was really good, he got hurt, and he's been mediocre to bad ever since. Wentz was really good, got hurt, came back and was like, okay, and then got hurt again. Maybe he's not going to be that Carson Wentz from the year that he was the MVP candidate, and they did win the Super Bowl with Nick Foles, and now they don't have Nick Foles to go to. So that's tough. Yeah. Like it's a precipitous drop off. Roster, coaching staff, yes, but any team I pick to win the Super Bowl if the guy gets hurt. Yeah. I mean, Nick Foles is a thing. So uh, that's something that he just got to, like, whatever. Cowboys. America's team. Eight and a half is the win total. Minus 130 to bet the over. Minus 120 to make the playoffs. Plus 130 to win the division. 11 to 1 to win the NFC. And 22 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. I don't think that they're great. As of right now, Zeke has not re-signed. Tony Pollard is currently their starting quarterback or running back. I, I'm not too concerned about that. Whether Zeke plays, whether Zeke doesn't play, maybe he's worth a win. Stats would tell you that he's not even worth a win. 
But for peace of mind, if they bring him back, I guess I like them a little bit better. I like them to go over, mainly because I think their defense is really good. Their defense was awesome last year. People overlooked that. They're very, very good at not only attacking the quarterback, but shutting down some of these more prolific offenses that I think Dak's in that category with, like we talked about, with Trubisky and Jared Goff and guys like that, that he's good. He's not bad. He's not going to kill you. He's not... He might be on a level above them, maybe, because I've seen him be really good. I think Cooper helps him, although he's still somewhat inconsistent. They can get a leap from someone else. Like if Gallup gets a little bit better. I know losing Cole Beasley, I guess that's not really a big thing. But Getting they, Jason Witten back. 90-year-old Jason Witten. I think they only signed him because the, even they found he was insufferable in the Monday Night Football booth. I, I, I did him a I've got, I've got, over eight and a half, I'm going to take the over. I've Whether got, Zeke plays or not, I think they hit the over. I've got nine and seven. Um, so so I would take the over. They can obviously be better. A team with that type of offensive line and that type of talent on defense has potential to be really good. I do worry about just every the, the um, I mean, the only one that seems to be content here is Cooper because he knows he. I mean, much like Dak, but Cooper plays a very premium position in 2019. He's happy to show up, play, and get paid accordingly. Uh, I don't know. A lot's going on there. A lot's going on there. Uh, it's getting nastier as Jerry Jones. I think there were comments today that seem to be uh, Zeke Elliott has publicly said he feels disrespected by. Don't want to overrate a running back holdout. See and, it all the time. And it's also, he might not, it could be his agent just telling yeah, this to people it's to also, make, make it seem worse. But it's it also, the Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys drafted a player fourth overall. The player becomes a superstar, arguably the best at his position, and Jerry Jones doesn't want to pay the player. Well, maybe he realizes that now that they have Frederick back, that they can almost put anyone behind that offense. Yeah, maybe. Line, they'll be good. Listen, they have I awesome thought on draft line. day they should have taken Ramsey. Now, yeah, everyone, that everyone, entire, everyone kind of agrees. That entire that's draft, not to say that Zeke isn't yeah, good. And that entire draft's just outstanding. Goff, Wentz, Bosa, Ramsey, Elliott, even the offensive linemen, the, the Colts, I mean, the, the Titans took, I think like Conklin or Conkle. Um, anyhow, yeah, give me the over. I don't need a wax poetic. I don't think this team's going to be great, though. Coin went under on both the Cowboys and Eagles. Tim, where are you going? Under. I think that team is very combustible. Uh, they were the worst team to make the playoffs last year, I do believe, by DVOA. Uh, sort of lucky to do it in some ways. The Eagles sort of had a bit of a collapse. The Redskins really had a collapse, uh, and they sort of fluked their way in. Uh, you know, I don't think Dak – I think Dak is a good quarterback, not a great quarterback. Uh, he's like a barely a net positive. I know Zeke, uh, you know, running backs, quote-unquote, don't matter, but like Zeke is the best at his position. If anybody is worth at least a game, I think the numbers would show Zeke is probably more important than just about any other running back is to their team. Uh, yeah, but the whole point. The whole point is that running backs aren't all that valuable. No, this is why they're going to no, start. No, I agree. But then I think you do get to a small select few, and you have a team like Dallas who has designed their team to really just be four and a half yards of care. Like, yeah, yeah. that's the key thing to they, remember in football is there are no absolutes, uh, right? There, to say just that football. Such and such doesn't matter, or such and such always matters is, is uh, ultimately hyperbole. Uh, so running backs don't matter a whole lot. But, I mean, that's only true if, if teams don't think that. That's a whole separate discussion. Uh, I, I think this team is combustible. I think they were kind of lucky last year. So I'm going to take the, the under on them. I just don't, don't – Won a ton of close off. games. They did win a ton of close games. Uh, that's a very fair point. They're just – I don't know. Their defense was top 10 last year, but, but just barely. They were 10th. Hopefully they do get better. They've got a star in Jalen Smith there on that team. But I, I don't know. 
Question from the audience, sir? All I wanted to say is he said that uh, we do not deal in absolutes. Says the guy who proclaims sporting events over. That is true. I had not considered that. Tim, your response? I contain multitudes. So, again, just can't trust a word you say. Do you think, Jeff, the offense gets a little bit better if, now that Kellen Moore is the offensive coordinator? Maybe it looks a bit different. Like, Dak was utilized a lot in the red zone running the ball to great effect last year. Teams should be a bit savvier to that, but just having Dak run the ball a bit more, I think could really open up this offense. Yeah, I want every quarterback to do that, at least in a smart uh, fashion. But yeah, I, I can see it. I'm high on this team. That offensive line and defense is a combination that, like, week in, week out will be hard for me to bet against, assuming all the chips are there. Yeah, and you said they won a lot of close games last year, you're right, and they probably project to play a lot but of close games But when you play running, running you and defense, get, that is the, that that's the game you want to play. indicative to close games. Yeah, it's sort of like what the Titans try to do, but the Titans just have worse players, like you said. Yeah, yeah. But like, and you get to play the Giants twice and the Redskins twice. You just that, that's part of if it you too. just sweep them, you're well on your way to beating the eight and a half. Yeah, although there's a lot of, I mean, the, the, yeah, they play the Giants week one, so you get it. You got to nah, get that. I gotta say, without releasing too much, I really like like Big Blue in that game. <laughs> well, we'll get there. Yeah. Well, we'll get to the week one show. Washington Redskins. Oof. Five and a half is the win total. You got to bet a lot to bet the over. People like their over. Five to one is the playoffs. Division is nine to one. Uh, 40 to one is the conference. 80 to one is the Super Bowl. They're talking about starting Case Keenum, but why wouldn't you just start Haskins at this point and see what you have? Because they're into Keenum for a ton of money. So and what? You, you at that point? At that point, it doesn't matter. They're also into Alex Smith a lot of money. They're not letting him play the fucking game in a wheelchair. I think, I, in my opinion, smart not to start your rookie right away. Yeah. Give him time to learn. In my opinion, you could prime example of it. You can learn from just taking a month with the clipboard, watching, doing meetings, not being the starter, just seeing it. I got no problem. You're not expected to win anything this year. I think potentially... If that's the thing. If there's no expectations, why not try to get as many reps if as possible? If there's no expectations, then why not let him sit the entire ra- year? Because I would rather have him out there learning no. how the NFL speed works. you know works? the no. amazing track record of first-round quarterbacks who actually sat? Now, I don't know if that's luck or coincidence, and the sample size is very small. Okay. But it is very good. What was the last one to do it? Mahomes. Mahomes. So Mahomes... Rivers, so, Rodgers. So it was, so it was Mahomes. I'm not, no, I'm so it's Mahomes and them. then Aaron Rodgers a decade ago I and Philip Rivers I, 19 you know, years ago. I'm probably forgetting. I said the sample size is small, but Mahomes, Rodgers, Rivers, Carson Palmer, uh, when you're drafted that high, I, I got no, no, Eli played like week five, no. Kurt Warner. Yeah, he did. Sh- I think it was like week nine. I think it was like week so nine. Week nine, week nine but four. he played. I'm just saying the whole year. The whole year, it's a crazy. The most the sample size is small, but the success rate is insane. The most valuable thing and the success, is reps, and I agree because they didn't get them in college. Like no, they used not even to that. Either. I mean, you're pointing to very isolated examples of guys who ended up being really, really good right, and went into situations <laughs> where they had superstar quarterbacks to begin with. Who did Philip Rivers sit behind? Doug Drew Flutie, Brees. Andrew Brees, oh, and Drew Brees, and who did Aaron Rodgers? That Drew Brees was amazing. And who did Aaron Rodgers sit behind? A guy that was good. 
And Brett Favre sat behind John Kitna. And I no, think they made Carson the, sat Carson, behind yeah. John Kitna. Kitna. And I Mahomes they made Alex Smith. Alex Smith. And they but were, he got Andy Reid in his ear. And he got Andy Reid in his ear. And Alex Smith was in the midst of his the best season of his I career. I agree. It's a very small sample size. I don't even think I'm forgetting people, though, because it doesn't happen. Like, it's so no, rare. No, because the most valuable thing that you reps. can have. And not, no, that's, that's not true. It's not reps. The most valuable thing you can have is a cheap quarterback. So if you don't know what you have by next year, you need to make a decision on these guys super quickly. And I do not buy the conceit that they pay Case Keenum a lot of money, so they have to play him. Imagine if Pete Carroll played that game. And they were like, you know what? Charlie Fry's our quarterback, not Russell Wilson. So the guy we from Minnesota, the Tyler Jackson, Tavares Jackson. Oh, Tavares Jackson. Yeah, and even Matt Flynn. Yeah, he beat I mean, it was Matt, it's Matt Flynn who I'm thinking of, sorry. Yeah, no, Matt I agree. Fry. Anyhow, I think with the Trent Williams thing, this team is dog. This team is dog. Oh, yeah, they're going to pick first overall, I that, think. This that, is I, team. Yeah, maybe. They're on the short list. This team is dog, dog G. as bad as they come. Oh, this yeah, team is Red Rocket, if you, if you feel me. That is dog. a round of unders, including the coin. Oh, yeah, I think the Skins are going to be one of the worst teams in football. I think the Skins, the Lions, and the Dolphins are clearly... Just bad. Teams. I think the Lions. Trade, I'd love. I would love for the Chargers to pay the Piper and get Trent Williams. In what are there. they going to trade Trent Williams? Like, what are they going to give up? Like, what? Give what up are, their first next year. It's going to be low anyway. Would you, would you want to give up the first for Trent Williams? Well, the way we execute the picks, maybe not. But I don't know. I don't know. They're not going to take Melvin Gordon. <laughs> no, of course not. He's not worth anything. He's not worth anything. They already have two running backs who are like medium. I don't know, but that whole thing is is funny and embarrassing, and they're dog, they're Red Rocket. So let's. There's nothing worth talking about. All right, so let's pick a division winner. Are we Philly. all? Are we Super all going Bowl with Philly representative? Philly, yeah. Uh, I should almost just switch to Dallas because it's yeah. Never, why not? It's it's never good. I'm gonna. I, I pick Philly to win, but it's never good when the three of us agree on a division winner. That that rarely turns out well, unless it's the Patriots. But Tim never picks them anyway, so it doesn't matter. The best Maybe I will in the next show. You'll have to find out. I mean, I, you, you never, you never pick them. You've already bet with Paul at even money that they won't win the division after doing it again last year. That if they haven't watched anyway, we, we've already talked about it on the show that it's a, like the, the worst bet that you make every year because you can just bet the other ones at substantially plus money instead of even money. But you know that's you. You, you don't want to make good bets. You only want to make bad bets. That's that's fine. The Saints, their win total is ten and a half. Bet that over is plus 120. Playoffs, minus 300, minus 180 to win this division, plus, or sorry, 4-1 to one to win the conference, 8-1 to one in the Super Bowl. They should be pretty good. And they got rid of their biggest problem. They got rid of Mark Ingram. That Good. cannot be underestimated. I, I completely agree. Having Latavius Murray over the worst player in football is a substantial upgrade. I think this team is in trouble. Really? Um, yeah, and I guess I, the fact that the under pays, I got to lay the juice on the under, kind of has me surprised. I'm just, it's like, I'm going on a limb. It's not even a bold take. I think if there's one team that gets just dealt like the NFL hits them in the mouth, uh, we've just seen it happen, I think it's this team. How they got eliminated two years ago with Tim cursing them and then the crazy digs play. Oh, don't blame and then, me. And then, and then last year's insane. No PI. No PI. Those are, I just don't know how you get, get off the deck. Um, I think everybody in the division is better. And I think if I have to pick a team to pay the price this year, if I'm wrong, I'm not surprised because they are so talented. They have Jabriz, they have Sean Payton, they have a consortium of great players. Yeah. Well, I, this is my call for a team to just get humbled um, as only the NFL can do, unlike other sports. That's my pick. 
And I picked them to go to the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, Where are you going with the Saints, Tim? Under as well. Four of their first seven are outdoors. That's bad news for them. That schedule is hard. He mentioned the Rams schedule. Can you read that first month? For the the, the Saints? Sure. Texans, Rams, Seahawks, Cowboys, Buccaneers, Jaguars, Bears, Cardinals before they're by. They could lose all two of them. That's pretty tough. You know, you're playing one, two, three, four, five, five teams that made the playoffs last year in those first seven. Pretty good. So I, you know, I'm, not, yeah, I'm, I'm cold not, on them. I'm not I'm with that. I mean, the scar tissue from the last two seasons. Uh, reason not getting younger. That offense is not going to get better. Uh, I don't think that's, I mean, it, it, it's by definition better because Mark Ingram is in there. But outside of that, it's not going to get better. And just like, I think the Panthers the Falcons and especially the Buccaneers are going to be good this season. So I, I got to find an under here and the saints are it. I think they're an eight and 18. It's a tougher road than I think we're used to with the saints. I'm not too concerned about them playing outdoors though, because their offensive philosophy has shifted so much over the past few years to a very run heavy offense predicated on short passing that it's, when people can say like, oh yeah, Drew Brees isn't good outdoors. First of all, that's not true. He's fine outdoors. He's just exceptional at home and indoors that if you just took what his stats were outdoors, he wouldn't be Hall of Fame Drew Brees, but he'd still be very good NFL quarterback Drew Brees, which he still kind of is at this point, but they don't ask him to do too much anymore. And he's so good at the other stuff, these five yard passes, getting people open and they run the ball so effectively now that he doesn't need to do that. And they have Taysom Hill, if Drew, if, everyone's favorite player, who yeah. steals fantasy points steals. away from everyone. If Aaron Rodgers knew how to throw, throw the five-yard pass to an open receiver like Drew Brees does... Or was willing to take that pass instead of trying to, like, bomb it down. Listen, nobody is better at, like, getting 45 yards, doing spinorama, <laughs> moving sideways, like, making the insane happen than Rodgers. I just wish he wouldn't be, like, as I said earlier in the show, Steve Nash when it comes to needing five yards. Seems like just... Fucking chicks it into the ground. Breeze um, is a technician. Absolutely. And the accuracy is just improving somehow. Although the Saints lost that QB contest to the Chargers. <laughs> we do we do co-scrimmages every year and because there's a relationship between the quarterbacks. We've done this thing that's now become a big monster. You've obviously never heard about, but the Saints Chargers QB challenges. I like I mean this like sorry, Chargers sorry, sorry. We don't even it. we don't play horse, we play flu. This is this is the greatest thing about not being a fan of anything. Like any NFL team, yeah, you have that, no, yeah, you that I have know. no concept that these things exist. Like, why do these things exist, and why would anyone ever care about this? Well, Chargers you Reddit was ha- all about it. I don't even do that. You just had a child. Okay, this is a going concern for you. I know about this contest well. It's like the year three of it. We we won the best of three going on. We were tied one one going into this yeah, year. Yeah, it only takes a little bit. So to you're know obviously that. unaware that Hunter Henry ran into Philip Rivers on vacation in Florida, and then they had some great workouts in. I only know that because I follow you. <laughs> <laughs> you're un, you're unaware about that happening this offseason. Why would I need to know that? <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> um, Why would anyone need to know that? Unless. It's not yeah. interesting. No. It's actually the opposite of interesting. It's completely irrelevant. Anyhow, let's, let's get back. Let's on get, track yeah, let's here. get back. I don't know. So you are buying. You're still buying. It. Yeah, I'm still buying that they're good. Ten and a half is great. a lot of wins because, like you mentioned, the Panthers should be better than they were at the end of the year. The Falcons just by osmosis by getting rid of that you know Steve Sarkeesian fella. I was yeah. going to say the drunk, but I don't want to be mean. But getting rid of him that has to help. Although I should have saw this coming with them. They're just. 
the Matt Ryan every other year, first year with a new offensive coordinator, it never really turns out well with him. And the Bucks, I don't know if the Bucks are actually going to be better. Oh, I mean, they, they're going to be real good. That's because you like Bruce Arians in a stupid fucking hat. That's the I only like reason. Arians. No, if if Arians if Arians didn't wear the fat man Dom DeLuise hat, then you wouldn't like him. Should we do them I'm, now? Or? I will <laughs> postpone my Tampa thoughts for Tampa. I'm going to take the over on the Saints. I think they get to 11 wins. I still think that they're really good in their defense. After a real struggle to begin the year last year, rounded into form pretty nicely yep. in the second half. Yep. I agree. And my main man, Cam Jordan, is just a, he's a monster. Yeah, and they get that Davenport, the kid, can hopefully turn it on for them. I, yeah. Carolina, seven and a half is their win total. Over. Minus 160 to bet the over. A lot of people are on this. One of the strongest bets outside of the Eagles in terms of people piling money on and over. Cam Shoulder looks fine. They're plus 225 to make the playoffs, plus 550 to win the division, 25 to 1 to win the conference, 50 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. My biggest problem with them, their defense just might be absolute ass. And that's not a good thing, playing in this division at least. It's bad. Um, I worry about their ability to tackle. Um, so that is a problem. But I think this team clears seven and a half, and I think they do contend to win uh, the division. So you like the over on Carolina? Tim? I like the over as well, but just by a, by a whisker. Uh, I think they're a nine and seven team. Uh, maybe even eight and eight, I guess. I mean, because I'm very concerned about that defense. I think, I think they have the best fantasy player in football in McCaffrey. I think Cam is going to have a nice season. Uh, there's lots of reasons to be optimistic about that team, but uh, I don't know. There's just there's two other teams I'm picking to make the playoffs in this division, so I have to, to not go too over by too much. You're picking the Falcons and Bucks to make the playoffs from this division? Yeah, I am. I mean, if you're concerned about Carolina's defense, you should be pretty concerned about the Bucks' defense, pal. <laughs> yeah, but they've got such – again, I will postpone my Tampa thoughts for when we get there. Panthers picked up Gerald McCoy, right? Yes. So – and the Bucks got Sue. I, 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 would, I would rather have Gerald McCoy just because. Yeah, maybe. I'm not, I'm not super concerned about stopping the run. In do you want to know something? Because uh, we sort of, in our parts, were very close to the scene of what Buffalo was saying. And they had a co-scrimmage, like, for a week with Carolina. And all the reports that I heard out of Buffalo from their beat reporters um, talking about Carolina was how amazing Gerald McCoy looked. If that's the case. I, I believe it. I mean, just having one really good pass rusher, and McCoy's been banged up and just ineffective the past few years relative to what we think that his ceiling is. If you can have one of those ceiling seasons, just a good pass rusher makes your defense infinitely better, even if it's bad at all the other levels. Just getting the, just generating pressure is the single best thing that you can do on You're defense. making look me at, feel better. Look at Aaron Donald with the Rams. Like, the Rams' defense isn't good, but when Aaron Donald is out there just wreaking havoc on everybody, the defense looks a little bit better. Let's go! Now, poor Joey Bosa probably has, like, eight <laughs> broken bones in his foot by the time we finish recording. Or he has a bruise in his left pinky and won't play for eight weeks just till he's 100%. You want him for the playoffs. You know what? He's getting near. We got to renegotiate. So he might not play if he has a broken pinky for eight weeks. Uh, I just think Cam is healthy. If Cam is healthy, then I think yeah. go over seven and a half. It's a lot of juice. Anything. And the books are like, yeah, I, I'm not on, betting the minus one. Yeah. And the books no, are banking on, on like it going. It, I don't love it. Yeah. The books are banking on it because again, they're hanging a juice on a few of these and they know they go 500 on them. They're going to collect the 60 cents on two of them, and, and they're so happy to do it. Yeah, they're, they're just begging for the Eagles, the Cowboys, or Panthers to go under. Yeah, there was uh, there was another one there, maybe the Bears. No, the um, Bears were plus money. 
Oh yeah, yeah. The Rams, because no, no one is nine, the Rams are plus money on their win total too. Like I said, people yeah. are people aren't betting the nine and a half over yep. on the Bears. They are betting Bears to win Super Bowl. I can see it. There's a new owner there. Not that it matters. And they got rid of Jerry Richardson. Yeah, did yes. he die? No, he was forced to sell the team because of was he various re- things that he had done and said that weren't acceptable. Was he real racist or was he a misogynist or was he both? I think it was a Me Too situation. But Oh, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It could have been. I can't now 100% remember the story, but I believe that's what it was. I could be mistaken. But I think he was already like working on his exit strategy. Well, he's, he was like an, in his 80s and not particularly beloved. Uh, amongst the owners to begin with so how can he not be beloved he literally has the freaking shield at midfield well other owners put no, they no longer does he used to they took that away <laughs> the atlanta falcons are eight and a half on the win total paul is there an issue oh it's been blinking at the same time. All right, we'll keep this in, though. We'll go to the Atlanta Falcons. Bring up the board. Eight and a half is the win total. Minus 125 to bet that over. Plus 137 to make the playoffs. So that's actually been bet up because uh, that's the only one with, like, a funky odd. So that, yeah, probably started, strange, that probably started at plus 150, and enough people bet it that they had to lower it to that. Uh, plus one, sorry, plus 375 to win the division. 16 to 1 to win the conference. 33 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. You picked them to go to the Super Bowl last year. I did. I, I cursed the poor Falcons as they lost their two best defenders on opening night. Yeah. That, they're, so they return a healthier defense. That should really go a long way. But again, they bring in a new offensive coordinator who, you know, is not great at all. So that's problematic. It's not like Matt Ryan needs to catch up to speed a lot because it's the, a former offensive coordinator. So Matt Ryan is familiar. He should be, at least, with the play calling. I don't know. It's... How good do you think their defense can be? I'm going to drink this Kool-Aid. I'm not, because they beat me last year, so I'm not going back to them. And if uh, your I golf think... picks were any indication, get on the Falcons. Yeah, get on the Falcons. Is anyone you got off of One, the next found week. a way to make something great happen? Uh, I, I don't know. I just think it's there. I think the defense is healthy. Again, from my perspective, in my train of thought, I do think the Saints actually go backwards. Um, I think they're the one that takes the harsh, just uh, nut kick from the the NFL is the, only the NFL can do. That opens the door. That opens the door. I don't mind the odd to win the division. I actually have them playing Philly in the conference title game. And the under is liked by myself and the coin. Like I said, eight and eight is probably where I'm looking at here. But Tim, you think they're going to make the playoffs? Do they win the division? No, they're my second wild card team. I have them at ten and six. Uh, Eleven and five is definitely in play. Uh, like I said, the defense, by definition, has to get better and avoid some of those injuries. Ryan is still only two years removed from an MVP season. Uh, he still has one of the most dynamic playmakers in Julio Jones uh, on the left side of the like th- That team still has a ton of talent. Uh, like Jeff said, I think there's a, decl- a little bit of a decline coming from the Saints. I think the Panthers are middle of the road between a 8-8, you know, eight and 9-7 eight and, and type of team. And so I, I think there are wins there. And I said, I like most of what's going on. I, I really like Matt Ryan. I always have as a quarterback. So I still sort of, I'm on his side. Uh, and more often than not, I'm right about that when it comes to Matt Ryan. I don't, I just, I like him. I like this team. I think they're a playoff. <laughs> if Vic Beasley really makes a leap and is like an elite rusher, they could be really, really good on defense. Certainly could. So that worries me. Uh, the big thing from last year, even though they switch offensive coordinators, one thing, it's why we talk about like passing league, passing league. You want to be a good passing. Like 
Matt Ryan's stats from last year are pretty similar to his stats from the MVP season, which is kind of crazy because everyone just thinks he's coming off a really bad year, which he had almost identical stats. But the big thing was in their play calling. So the reason that the Falcons generally were so unsuccessful last year was when they got into situations on third and two, third and one, fourth and one, fourth and two, everyone thinks that you have to, like, this is the new NFL. You pass, pass, pass. But on these shorter downs, you actually want to run. Because you can get your yard. You can get your two yards. They just run them out. They just decided not to yeah. do that and passed like every single time. And they were horrible at it. So maybe even just changing that up swings everything back in their favor. And it's funny. On the golf show. They might be the worst third and one team in the league. Well, they never for, ran. For like they, a they four-year try- period. It's really bizarre. And maybe it's maybe that has something to do with Matt Ryan being un, unable to identify good goal line packages no or when team, they bunch up like he's not good at it. No team also knows how to take second and one and turn it into second and three or third and three more than these freaking guys. <laughs> you were making a golf analogy. Though. Yeah, I don't someone asked. Lose it. Someone asked on the golf show that can you ever remember a time that like when Francesco Molinari hit the ball into the water at the Masters and then his entire season went off the rails? I feel like losing that game to the Saints on two Drew Brees scrambles in Week Two last year just sank their season. They got, like, they almost still won week one. And, yeah, like, they, they lost were, the defenders. They were just dead. They were but dead. They, yeah, they had first and goal against the Eagles and lost the game. You're yeah. right. Oh, yeah. But the next week, oh my God. they have that game won against them. the Saints. I believe they still covered that game. Yeah, and the Saints got so lucky. They, like, tied the Browns or something and got so lucky to start the year last year. And then they started rolling. Well, they did and lose then, to Tampa in week one. because we. Sorry, that's had, the game. Sorry, they you lost guys to got Tampa. eliminated. Yeah. They lost to Tampa. They, like, tied the Browns, who missed a short field goal, <laughs> and then this game. And then, yeah, they caught their heater, and they were great because they didn't start 0-2 or and 3. And I think, I think if the Falcons had ended up winning that game, maybe their season looks a little bit different. I doubt, though you can't. Rec- no, I, I just feel like that, that's a really weird turning point in that season yeah, for, for both of those teams. Anyway. Yeah, they caught every bad break. That's Thanksgiving game. I am incredible. They were the better team and lost. No, they got whooped. Well, they couldn't score in the red zone. I remember that game, but they were not the better team. I, that was like I, the this, Saints in the heart of their heater. This is also like the eighth time the team has brought this up yeah, over the past let, year. And they lost that game by like 17 yeah. points. But don't worry. Your tees are middled and you still get credit for it. I didn't Great say job. anything about that. I'm not I saying. know. I am very curious to hear Tim's take about the grand we've saved the best for apparently so i i'm sort of ambivalent about the tampa bay buccaneers but here we are their win total is six and a half you have to lay minus 110 to bet the over but apparently that's that's free money according to tim because they're not not only is that free money plus four and a half to make the playoffs free money eight and a half to one to win the division free money and hell maybe tim can talk himself into 31 or 60 to one win the conference or super bowl so tim the strong over in division winning Tampa Bay Buccaneers, all because that fatso wears a stupid hat. So it begins with an absolutely stacked roster. Jameis is really good. Those running backs, Barber, <laughs> Ellington, Jones. I love Barber, them. Ellington, <laughs> Jones. Those, <laughs> those receivers, Evans, Godwin. I like both those. At Perriman, it's a great player. Look at the tight end. Perriman, great player. Good player. Great. Is he even going to make this team? Shall I continue? Brait and Howard at tight end with Leggett in as a great blocking mm. tight end. I love that. Leggett. Play. He's back on Canadian golf legend Ian Leggett after he, he flamed out. Is he the first player who's ever left the Jets who you think is good? No. They bring in. I think he's good. They bring in Sue. And on that defensive line with Sue, you have Vita Villa, who's a good player. Who's McCoy bringing Sue? It's sideways. What? McCoy, uh, you know, McCoy does different things not. than Sue. Vita Villa does the same things as Dominic and Sue. They're, they're no, loading up to stop the run. I mean, Love David as a linebacker. I mean, then you bring in one of the best coaches in the NFL and the best football minds in Bruce Arians. 
And listen, it's it's the NFL. It happens every season. You've got to find a team or two who goes worst to first to win a division. I make a point of trying to find it. Sometimes you hit it. Sometimes you don't. Last year, it would have been your Chicago He makes Bears. a point in the NFC to try it because in the AFC, it's default the Jets. Yes. Always. No. Just putting that out I'm there. Taking the Buccaneers. I really like everything they've got. I think Winston, I mean, this is a put off or shut up here for Winston. He's got to play great if the Buccaneers are going to keep him around. I think... I'm t- no, I'm not going to say that, but I think say it. Oh, say, say it. it. Say it. Do you think they go I, to the NFC ch- title? What? No, no, I don't. But I kind of want to take Winston as my MVP, but I won't allow myself to do that. Uh, although, remember, I said this. Uh, well, why I, would we have to remember that you said it when you don't want to say it anyway? So you're looking not, for. So you're you're, you're you're fishing for so much credit here, and you're going to be like, and when they end up going like three and thirteen or something, you're going to be like, we bullied him into saying, it. yeah, oh, you you said that I had to say that I wouldn't have taken no, credit for I, it anyway. We know how this goes. See, the the play. I the, love this team. I love the players. I think Arians is a huge step forward for them in terms of coaching. I think I think they're going to win eleven games. I think they're going to make the playoffs. Uh, and they haven't made the platform a long time. Can I ask you a question? If you at, how if much you money actually, would you bet? Like, do yeah, you, put, much, no, you load that, into the much, sports book to bet six and a half? How much money are you going to bet on this? Six and a half is the win total, and it's a pick 'em. What's going to happen? You've got five wins. Can I bet you they don't win eight? Yes. Can I get it on that too, Paul? Do you want it on the? Uh, the if we're going to set, well, let's, let's make it. Do you want to make it seven? Like and you a say half? eleven. Uh, se- Sure. We'll say eight is a push. Anything under is a win for us. Anything over is a win for Tim. No, yeah. no, no. Seven and a half. Well, it was just eight a second ago, which you agreed to with Jeff. So. I'll give you seven and a half because it's still a full game, but I, I feel silly doing it because I could talk you into eight. No, but, it, should, but... it should be. If he says they're going to win 11, it should be eight. Jeff has just agreed to seven and a half. Well, I want eight. You've already agreed to eight. You and can Paul, bet. And, and, and Paul has a question. He, Paul also wants eight. Give us eight. Eight's a push. No. Why? No, so, not, so, no. Doesn't sound like you're super confident now, do you? I, you I mean, I mean, with with, with the legend Peyton Barber in the backfield, watch I'm out. Trying. You you just know. agreed to eight. Now you're too scared to do it. You're fucking terrified. Quit being a coward. We don't know what we're even betting yet. Well, let's bet a hundred bucks. Uh, if it's a hundred. It's seven and a half. No, it's a hundred. It's eight. You said they were going to win eleven games. See, I feel. Yeah. He's being a coward. This is what he does. He wants to make a bet, and then he backtracks it because then, oh, everyone else wants the other side. Now I don't feel too good about it. You either have conviction or you don't. Hundred bucks, eight win total. Under for me. Take it. Boom. There we go. I'll also take it with you, Jeff. Of course. All right. There. And with Paul as well. Paul wants in. Unless Paul's sharing your bet, I don't know. No, I'll have my own bet. I feel bad that you just got talked into three of them, but that's you. He, they're going to win eleven games. Yeah, listen, no. he, at least he's put. At least listen, he's putting his money where his mouth is for once on this one. If he's going to make some sort of outrageous pro- proclamation that the Bucks are not only going to win the division but win eleven games, you might as well cash in on it. I think and if Bucks, he's going to be right, not only will he get credit, he'll get money for it, which would be fantastic. I think the Bucks are better. I just might not see it showing up in the win total because I think every team in the division is really good. I think Arians makes great strides. I think the math guys are telling me to really like what's happening on the offensive side of the ball. But what about their I terrible think, defense? I know. They can't make a tackle and you can't bet on that. This, uh, this is going but, to be but, but, a but, very but, good fantasy yeah, offense. No, that's what I wanted to get to because you guys are all saying that's all in play and Arians can get very creative and he can get at it with, with getting guys uh, to be very good, especially if they're trailing. And Warren Sharp, a guy we're all big fans of, is um, 
very positive about uh He's very high on like the formations mm-hmm. and the setups. Yeah, and they're gonna go four wide and run vertical. But I'm just saying, like OJ Howard, I get it. They'll run a drive with like eleven plays, and you'll see like six, like four different um, formations. They're gonna be creative, like setups, and and yes. people are really excited about that. As am I. I just don't know if it'll show up in the win column, but I do think the team gets better, and Bucks fans get can get really excited for the following season. Arians has a great history with quarterbacks. I'm not calling it, it Jameis an MVP. I think that's crazy, but uh, this is a great... If he can't be good under this guy, then you just instant Kick cut, him out of town. I, listen, I, I like but I'll it. say the under, because Tim is so high on yeah. it, and I've already bet it, even though I got a better line. Yeah, we, we got the eight. That, that's what we want. So, under. Get. So... I like Jameis as a fantasy quarterback a lot. I like a lot of these pieces. But to say that if part of your case is Andre Ellington, Peyton Barber, and Ronald Jones are really good running backs, and Ian Leggett oh, is a great tight end, and Bucks- Brashad Perriman no, no, no. is a good receiver. He referred to the Bucks roster as stacked. <laughs> there is so many deficiencies, glaring ones on that roster, that that, that is the craziest thing you said in this entire uh, hour and a half. Can Bruce Arians fix Jameis costing them three games? Because that's the bet. Like really. me, the answer that's is a yeah. lot of, That's a lot of games. I don't know. Maybe the play calling will help. I don't know. I don't know. Some people just have no faith in good coaching, I guess. No, I, I've already, I couldn't have been nicer, to be perfectly honest. I wasn't talking about you. He asked it with a tone that made him think the answer was no. And I could tell Arians being a CBS guy, being the third guy in booths, um, for a lot of games that the Chargers were in at four o'clock, I could tell the guy did not. He had a taste for it, still. but he also kept saying he was only going back for the perfect circumstance. And you know what? If this to him is the perfect circumstance, and a lot of people connected the dot, the the yes, and a lot of people thought he would go to Cleveland. Like that was like the expert insider dot. W- would you rather have went to Cleveland? No, yes, uh, no, they have bad players like Baker yeah, Mayfield no, and Odell Beckham. Um, so we'll see. But he obviously is comfortable. Evans is the- better than Beckham. Yeah. Winston is better than Mayfield. I like what they've got. Give it to me. Well, can we? Is there any sort of bet we can make with that? Winston versus Mayfield? Nope. nope. But you're going to say Jameis is better than Mayfield. You have Evans not is, the one that you. No, are going no, to hold, hold on. Winston is better than Mayfield. Talking, but I'm not answering. No, I, listen, we don't even need to bet on this. Can you please explain that? Winston is a better quarterback. I heard you say that. Why, why would that be the case? I think he's got a better arm. I think he's got a bit more experience, and I think he's better coached. Does he have a better attitude? I don't know if he has a better attitude. <laughs> but I, I don't. He, he doesn't go on go to Tampa Bay Ray games just to be seen shotgunning a beer so he can pretend to be. He really doesn't cool. want to waste three hours at a Tampa Bay Ray game. <laughs> yeah, I no. think is exactly he that life reason. In the esteems of others, as Mayfield does. The most insecure quarterback. There, there, there are a lot of insecurities about Baker, and we'll get it to is, them on the AFC show. What are you talking about? Baker drips He's the a most. Very insecure. Ba- Baker makes drips the most swag. Of no, that that doesn't mean that there. That doesn't mean. Listen, oh. I think I think he's immensely talented, but that doesn't mean that there's insecurities. It also doesn't mean he has insecurities. Well, you're either. picking a fight with Colin Coward. I like it. You would, listen. If there's one I like thing, it. I think there's he's one great. thing that Tim especially doesn't understand, and that a lot of NFL players don't understand, which Baker has been noticing is that there is a real lane right now 
for an NFL player to become the face Agreed. of the NFL. Agreed, absolutely. And Baker is in Good for number yeah. one pole Good. position to do it. Do you know why? Because he's doing stuff like this. Yeah, no, fine. He gets You're not it. wrong. You're he not sees wrong. what You're NBA players have done to become superstars outside of their game. Sure. To be fine. social media legends. To be huge That's in great. China. Sell right, some jerseys. Like if Baker, if Baker Mayfield is positioning himself to do that, I think that just makes him smarter than everyone else. Maybe. That's fine. And he could be it's great. better than yeah. feeling up Uber drivers like yeah. Jameis Winston. And he can make a decision. I can get paid like that by winning a Super Bowl, which there's no guarantees, or I can guarantee I can be a brash jerk Boom. because I can, can control that. I can't control how good I don't even think are. that he comes off as a brash jerk. I think he comes off as a great guy. Fine, but I'm saying it's the controllable thing that can make me rich and famous instead of needing to win two Super Bowls, which and there ma- are so many more variables and in now, the way. Of, imagine if you do both, you make well, then all, that's that's a, you're, you're there. That's that's Brooks Kepka. Except different because Puffball's popular. Yes. Or you could be like Sam Darnold, who looks like you sure. read at a remedial I'm excited level. to do AFC. Yeah, that was the NFC. Yeah. You could even Eagles, tell in this NFC Eagles, show, Falcons the undertone. Eagles-Falcons my NFC title game with the Falcons winning. Oh, sorry. Say that again? Eagles-Falcons won by the Eagles for the NFC title. I think that was mine last year. <laughs> Oh, well, that's fine this year, so, and I'm stealing by based on your golf ways. That's that, that going to turn out perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. So Tim, yours was Bears over Tampa. Eagles. No, Bears over Eagles. And I will go. I didn't even think about this. I never think about this stuff because I never bet on conference or Super Bowl. Me neither. But during this recording, I determine the two teams I like the most. I'll go. Revenge situation: Saints over Vikings. Ooh, I like that. Even though I have the Saints going the other way, I got no. Yeah, yeah both teams going the other way. There we go. Well, not going the other way. The Vikings were bad last year. I mean, again, according to the uh, according to Tim from this show, you have to watch out for a Tampa Bay Lions NFC Championship game. I just said the Lions are a perfectly mediocre eight and eight type of team. I'm not not in love with them. That's fine. What picks are at that? All right, that will do it for the NFC show. Like I said, this is the undercard. You can, well, like I said, you can even tell the undertone of our conversation, how many of our asides turned into AFC fights. I've, whatever. What? You go ahead. Say it. Nothing. Oh, if people are still here, it's 140, it's an hour and 40 minutes in. Like, the, the, say whatever you got to say. I am just not, I, I, I'm, deli- I'm demoralized. I've got to pick it up for tomorrow. Do you blame Tim? I don't know. We got our own issues. We got so much bad juju. I can't actually being intercurse probably isn't helping, uh, but I thought we would have so much bad juju that the intercurse could just is a non. It may have. Oh, like put two negatives. Together, then, uh, I think tomorrow right? I'll get, I mean, for it, I'll be like really into it. I, I got a lot. I'll be positive. Okay. Is this the year? Philip rivers misses a game. Then you uh, got team Tyrod. Dude, team Easton stick. I got a pee so bad. Okay. That'll do it on the Pat Mayo experience. I'd like to thank Jeff for being here. I'd like to thank Paul behind the camera. I'd like to thank all of you watching. I just, I'd especially like to thank the coin, the third member of the show. I bet you the coin ends up with the best picks of all. Oh, obviously. What do you think? Tim Undercast? Tim Undercast. That's not my name. But you never answered my coin question. Like, you, uh, certainly do, hope that coin doesn't get spent mixed in with the other change well as someone who doesn't spend change or use cash that's probably not never going to happen you know what i can't get when i spend cash frequent flyer points why sure. would I, why why would i when i if they're going to give me stuff to use one thing or not stuff to use the other tim why would i use the stuff they don't give me anything for
dignity. Tim's still looking to pay 12% to get a traveler's check. He wants traveler's checks, and he balances bank book by going into the bank. All right, that will do it. That was the NFC. The AFC should be coming out either tomorrow or shortly, depending on the order that I go through. Remember to get into the giveaways for the 20 DK bucks. Rate, review, subscribe to the audio podcast. Always goes a long way and share this shit around. All right? The AFC, even if you like the show, is definitely going to be better. So I suggest you end up watching that. I'm Pat Mayo. Thanks for watching. I'll see you next time. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.